When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everybody, Charles W. Chuck Bryant here in the studio at Pond City Market Atlanta. And uh, I'm going to be honest here, I am a little hungover because we recorded our Oscar special last night as live as we could do it, uh, which is to say stopping about every 30 or 45 minutes after uh, the show started and recording on what we had just seen. It was me and my lovely wife, Emily, from last week. And we had a third person. We had our friend Scotty in there. And uh, I introduced Scotty in the body of the show, so I won't do that here. But uh, we had a good time and uh, and managed to stay awake through the entire show. So without any further ado, here is our 2018 Oscars Spectacular. Hey, and welcome to Movie Crush. Charles W. Chuck Bryant here in the dining room once again for our Oscar special. Uh, thank you for your support for Emily for the pre-Oscar special. Say hello. Hello. Thank you. It's pretty delightful, huh? It's super delightful. The people spoke. The people spoke. And, and they, they thought, weren't mean. They thought you were great. <laughs> so appreciated. If you hear another male voice laughing. Uh, That's Emily's alternate personality. <laughs> that, that is our friend Scotty. Hello. Scotty, who's been mentioned, I believe, right? Uh, yeah, Scotty named the show. So right. that's uh, special. Yeah, you get screen time for that. For I sure. Well, you know, it, it just fell out. <laughs> <laughs> it literally did. I told the story. I said, what should I call this thing? And you said, what's it about? And I told you and you went, how about Movie Crush? <laughs> <laughs> just like tossed it away. No big deal at and all. And then you fell back asleep. Yeah, that, that was my uh, 
Occasionally I get a good one. That was my good one. Uh, all right. So Scotty, here's how he fits into our life. Uh, we have known Scotty for, geez, since what, the late nineties? Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Late nineties. Yeah. Probably 20 plus years. We knew him from the previous century. I think we're, I think we're, we, we gotta be going on 20. Yeah. Or over. Now, over. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. Over. Yeah, yeah. Cause the Olympic official film. Do we dare tell the story? <laughs> no, don't, no one, no one cares about that. But, uh, <laughs> Scotty is our old friend from the film business and we all lived in LA at the same time. And now we're all back in Atlanta at the same time. And he's basically like a family member, uh, and is a filmmaker himself, has worked as a director and cameraman and cinematographer. And I have a, I have a, I have a special relationship with the Bryant. So I, uh, can, you might have to edit this out, but you have my standing offer that if one of you kills the other, I will help the other get rid of the body. I, there is no truer friendship than I will that. not help with the actual murder, but no, if one yeah. of you needs to get rid of yeah, the other's body. Yeah, if we're in body, trouble, you're there. Like, that puts you number one friend. No questions asked. I'll just help yeah, you get rid you of. you just show up. Or Chuck, get rid of. No yeah. offense. No, I know. You're equal. You I might appreciate have had it that. coming. Yeah, I probably did. <laughs> And of course, we would both do the same for you. You, you should probably delete that. That would <laughs> no exhibit A in our. Uh, so the reason Scotty's here is A because we just wanted to watch the Oscars with Scotty, and B because he sees every movie almost that comes out. And C, I don't have a TV. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that TV. And they don't do the Oscars on Netflix. Uh, and quickly, I want to tell my favorite one of my favorite Oscar stories with Scotty. We lived in L.A. and we met at our friend's, Tom and Kira's house for an Oscar party. We were all, Scotty was supposed to come. We were all going to go. Scotty never showed through the whole entire night. And the Oscars, keep in mind, is a fucking four-hour ordeal. ordeal. So the Oscars are over. We get up and we leave the house. And Scotty pulls up right as we're leaving in the driveway and rolls down the window and says, Who won? I've, I've run whole, hot and cold on the Oscars over the years. Sometimes I'm very interested. Sometimes I, I just like to read about it. Uh, so the scene is that we are in the dining room again. Um, Ruby, apparently I went to go pick up our food and Emily put Ruby to bed and apparently she was a psychopath. Bananas, which I think was for Scotty's. It's when you see things like that and then you think about The Exorcist, you think this was how that movie got made. <laughs> she ramped up. I was like, slow down. Which means she was probably super tired. She was super tired and really excited. Scotty was here. So she was running yeah. around with a piece of foam from the, the new dehydrator. Yeah. Her head. <laughs> the dehydrator foam was the square <laughs> she kept putting over her head. I finally had to snatch her and put her in a room and it broke and she freaked out. So I said, I fixed it. She and I brought the other kept one from saying, the package. I need it. I need it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and last night I want to point out, we saw I, Tanya together, the three of us. Scotty had already seen it. But uh, we had not, so we got a couple of Best Actress and Best Supporting Actress noms. I was so excited we saw that the list. movie before the And it Oscars. was awesome. Yeah, it was great. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We are going to, uh, to make this as sort of a live as we go thing as possible and to keep us from being up till one thirty in the morning, we're going to do uh, little rundowns after every, I don't know, 30 or 45 minutes. Yeah, great. Does that sound good? Yeah, well, when we get to the boring parts, we can stop and... I've no, never Talk done about this the before, parts. so I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, you just, I'm just going to trust you, too. <laughs> uh, I am an experienced podcaster now. So as long as I don't have to like... bury a body, it's a good night. <laughs> no, one's, no one's getting buried tonight. We should be okay. Uh, so we, we um, watched the red carpet, and we don't want to get too bogged down in that stuff. But 
I think we should talk about Michael Strahan for a minute. <laughs> Bless <laughs> his heart. Good for him. He was, he, he's transitioned well. I mean, he's, he's, he's entertaining. He's well, he just, he had a lot of just kind of verbal missteps, but I think that's part of being live and, you know, like trying I to think know. of all the words. Or, hey, listen. or being Michael Strahan. Yeah. <laughs> I, Which I don't have the history with him that you guys have. I am not, uh, I just know him as this guy. Hosting the red carpet, so I don't know what that's like. But I'd like to go over a few of his greatest hits. <laughs> in, in like a very short uh, time period. When he was talking about uh, yeah. Timothy Chalamet, he said that uh, this was his break-off role. Break-off role. That, that break-off role. tickled me. He, when he's talking to Benicio Del Toro. <laughs> Guillermo Del Toro. Guillermo Del Toro. He said that he had made uh, something that was like creepy from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> Catch that. That's funny. And... I think he said Timothy Chalamet also was nominated for an actor. He said that to Matthew McConaughey about Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, he's he said, nominated he, for an can actor. you believe he was nominated for an actor? And we were I, like, think, I think in his defense, those are all actually the names of football plays. So <laughs> <laughs> kind of what he defaulted to. Bless his heart. He's had more head trauma than he's anybody adorable. else on the red carpet. And he's still <laughs> I know, we're making fun of CTE. I know. He doesn't have CTE, does he? Oh, I don't know. That's not funny. Uh, Margot, Robbie or Roby and Mother. <clears throat> we're unsure. Is it Robbie you or Robbie? You wouldn't rewind to, to hear him announce it. This because we're on a schedule. I know. How great were they? Loved them. Love, love, love. Her mother is darling. Yes. Her mother looks like Robin Penn Wright. She kind of does. Yeah. I don't think she, I think she's dropped Penn. Robin Wright Penn. Yeah. Um, has she reversed? I don't think she, yeah. I don't think Sean Penn gets <laughs> a claim to her name anymore. <laughs> he probably thinks he does. Uh, Timothy Chalamet and his mom. Oh, I can't even. And his little I mean, ill-fitting prom tux. Ugh. Adorable. And they shouted out to public arts public funding. Public arts funding. I was like, thank you for that. Cause he went to the Fame High School. How has it got to be to take your dream. mom to your first Oscar? I mean, and he won the Spirit Award last night too. I mean, yeah. This, she, is, this is the one movie I haven't seen. I think That's something's true. wrong with her cause I was weeping when that happened and she was just like, yay. Well, she's not drunk. <laughs> well, neither am I. <laughs> I had a glass of wine. So. She's his mother of being cold and indifferent too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd be a better mother than you to him. Um, Let's go ask Ruby about that. <laughs> Fortunately, she can't answer that question. Uh, we move on to Saoirse Ronan, who that accent it's is amazing and kills me. a beautiful accent. And she talked about her dog. Yeah. So she's, no, it's her mom's dog. Well, whatever. She yeah. talked about a dog. It was a dog that ranks above her because <laughs> it's her mom's dog. Uh, Kamel and Emily Gordon. So excited for them. Right? Yep. Who were they? Uh, Big, Big Sick. Sick. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. Kamel Najiani. Uh, and then finally on the red carpet for what we saw, uh, Greta Gerwig. Charming and delightful as usual. Just wonderful. Yeah. Right? She's wonderful. Any that, other comments? That, that movie was, uh, after I saw that movie, I think I, I called you. I was, I was like, this is the kind of movie that makes you remember why you liked movies. It yeah. was just like so honest and direct and just small. There was like nothing that didn't need no, to be there. Grandiose. It was yeah. the perfect size. Grandiose. It was the perfect Grandiose. length. There was. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have to be grandiose. <laughs> I agree. It is not grandiose. It's very <laughs> down-to-earth movie. Uh, all right. So I think that wraps up for the red carpet. Uh, we are going to go watch the opening monologue with Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, I didn't even know he was testing. We'll be right back. Twinkle, twinkle, twink. We're back. <laughs> Good God. Uh, what are you drinking now? That is a vodka and kombucha because that's the only like juice. I thought com- what is kombucha? It's Maybe- a fermented <laughs> fruit drink. I thought the whole idea of kombucha was like it was like a like a ridiculously healthy thing. Yeah, I thought so kombucha. What is green it, 
tea powder. What's that? Green, it's powdered green tea. No. You're talking about matcha. Matcha. It's powdered. Well, it's a That's what I was thinking. A different kind of green tea, but it's powdered. Yeah. Kombucha is not the same thing as matcha. No, it's fermented. So you just pour your, you pour your health food in your alcohol now? Yes. All right. All right. Go, guys. We're back, everybody. Uh, we're going to cover the opening monologue, supporting actor, and just a, we have to give our love to Eva Marie Saint. Darling. But not yet. Uh, opening monologue. Great. I thought he was hysterical. Like, yeah. And kind of low-key. Kept it moving. Yeah. Yeah, it was very... And it wasn't... It, it seemed very, uh, very short. But yeah. Very, but, but very entertaining. Come and natural. Not, na-na-na-na-na-na. You know. Yeah, I mean, Billy Crystal used to do this whole big bit. So yeah. Which was kind of fun, but I think now people appreciate a little bit of a, like, let's just get to it. Yeah, well, for sure. You know, I mean, you know, you can fault uh, our short attention spans, but the Oscars was always too long, so... Yeah, I, I, and I, I think whatever they can do to keep moving along, as many jet skis as they need to give away. <laughs> very funny. <laughs> I think the moment so far of the show is when uh, Helen Mirren was the Price is Right jet ski. We model. both at the same time went, "Is that Helen Mirren?" <laughs> that was fun. I love her. She is so game. I think she's up for anything. She's just really wonderful. Yeah, she's one of those. Well, and her husband is uh, what's his name, Taylor Hackford. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. May right? December. I mean, yeah. That's no, right. she's uh, she's fantastic. I met her on set. May December. They're they're about the same age. I right? thought he was young. I think, I think no, she, he's old. Well, oh, she, he might be five years younger, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> she's a cool guy. I don't know if it's May December. All right, my it's bad. Like I, I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> like, How about May June? Like May, late May, early. May. I don't know. Oh, I know. You know what? Uh, yeah, I got to mix up with someone else. Sorry. Uh, I think so far we all agree that um, the Oscar, the Statue of Limitations. Statue of Limitations was with, hysterical. Yeah. The award not having a penis. Yeah. Is somebody uh, somebody, yeah. somebody well, in the writer's room definitely uh, yeah. know, got bought a steak dinner. Either that or Timothy Chalamet's missing Paw Patrols right yeah, now. Yes, that was fantastic. <laughs> but he was actually watching it on his phone, so he yeah. wasn't missing it all. Uh, so first award of the night always goes to Best Supporting Actor. Um, Willem Dafoe, Woody Harrelson, Richard Jenkins, Christopher Plummer, Sam Rockwell. Rockwell wins. My pick. Was that your pick? Was that your, yeah, that was totally my pick. Was that your pick? I think I thought he would win and like I would have been fine with, I didn't see Florida Project, but, or the other one, but I would have been fine with Woody Jenkins or Rockwell. Yeah, same. But yes, Rockwell was my pick. I think that was a far reaching, very dynamic Oscar. I don't think so. That's a good question. He seems like a kind of a Meryl Streep of character actors. Like yeah, he's always like so he good that have... he never gets the award because yeah, he's always maybe. just that good. Because it just seems natural. He was really good in the Florida Project. I don't think he's ever won an award or an Oscar. I thought he was really good. <laughs> I, I like Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. I did. He's great. It's amazing that's his first nomination and he won for it. And how is that possible? Yeah, I feel like he should have been nominated before. He's like one of the greats. He was great in of Moon. his generation, I think. Well, he got the Spirit Award last night. I wonder if he got, he must have gotten that for Moon. Do I remember him winning another? Or maybe he got a Globe. He got the Globe, the Spirit, and the Oscar. Didn't you say yeah. That? The oh, for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. All the things. And I'm going to get the BAFTA. They already did BAFTAs, I believe. Really? Yeah. And he gave, his speech was kind of uh, nice. And then he gave, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, a shout out. Yeah, then, that was really nice. Which is very nice. Uh, then there was some other awards that are a little boring for us, but costume design, even Marie Saint came out and that was just kind of great. She was wonderful. She brought up North and Northwest and that is literally one of my favorite movies. It's so, it's so, it's gotta be amazing to be someone that old and look at yourself like in the prime of your life and yeah. a movie like that 40 feet 
wide and 30 feet high and be yeah. like, I used to look like that. How weird. What a strange experience. I know. Well, she joked she was older than the Oscars by like a few months. It's crazy. Yeah. She's still beautiful. She's beautiful. And, well, she just, and walking. Well, she just seemed completely. <laughs> like she's mobile. Which is <laughs> <laughs> <Just> wonderful. <laughs> hey, she's 93. That's, you know. No, I know. That's not chump she change. Was, she, she, was, looked, she looked great. She was sharp, too. Yeah, she was She, was she didn't seem like somebody they had like tottered out there. They, they were no, like, she was on. No, you got to walk wonderful. 60 feet over there and then talk, you know. She jumped, though. She was like, keep moving. You know, like she's active. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. She said that on the show? Yeah. Oh, I'm kidding. Part. I'm not kidding. Like, 93 and mobile is no joke. Uh, <laughs> Are you sure? Cause I think a lot of 93-year-olds will agree with I me. think that's the one takeaway for this whole episode. It, it totally is. Right. Like, Marie just saying, keep moving. No joke. Uh, and then, of course, Mark Bridges won for uh, Phantom Thread for costume design. I don't know. How does that movie not get it out of out He of might have won the things. jet ski. It was a really short speech. He's so certainly a contender. All right. So we're going to go back. We're going to watch the next batch. You know what the funny thing about the Oscars is? is There's probably actually no jet ski. Like they won't even go. Or they all got a jet ski in their gift bag. Yeah, exactly. And Oprah's there like filming. Nobody got one or everybody got one. Look under your seat. It's a jet ski. It's like kindergarten. Uh, All right. We're going to go watch the next batch and probably drink too much. And we'll be back right after this. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Is anyone tired? <laughs> I'm getting there. The Oscars never get tired. Yeah. All right. So recapping what we just watched. Uh, they had a, felt like a 10 minute long retrospective of movie clips. Yeah. We didn't even, what we were like, what, what is this for? I think it's just 90 years of Oscars. We figured out. It was 90 years. I I, I think there's, I think there's a a bit of the three of you and I sitting around gabbing and missing some of the intros because it did sort of the three of us looked up and this long thing was happening. I kept going, no, it's best supporting actress or best actress, best actress, but you're like, but it's like they probably 50 announced dudes. It and we weren't listening, but God, it went on forever. Well, I don't think really there was, long. I think the theme was just 90 years of Oscar 
It was great clips. Nominees and or 90 winners. minutes of Oscar clips. It was great clips. It just, it, Maybe it was all the emotions I felt. <laughs> That's too much, man. <laughs> too emotions, uh, man. Production, uh, sound, the two sound awards both went to Dunkirk. Yeah. We were Obvi. a little bit miffed that Baby Driver, I figured if it any had movie to get something. should have gotten either editing or sound or something, and all of them went to Dunkirk. Dunkirk was a predictable Oscar move. What, to win all the uh, yeah. editing? Yeah, it's a yeah. chuck chuck. I feel like sometimes did. war movies just sort of get them. Because yeah, because they're the loudest. Yeah, true. But Baby Driver to me was like, if any movie should win editing. such a sound movie. And sound. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that basically cut to, cut to the timing of whatever song. Yeah. Uh, I have a note here on my laptop that says Jimmy Kimmel inexplicably having a potato chip on his head. It was something. It was a, he was complaining about the snack, so it was like a vegetable chip or something. And he went his head like a like a tiny little yamaka. Yeah, the smallest yamaka. But I don't know if also that, the most edible yamaka. <laughs> he ate his yamaka. I don't know if he knew that it was on his head though. I feel yeah, like he, he did. did. He put it there. He didn't put it there. But I don't think someone just dropped a potato chip on his head. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Rita Moreno. So fun. She's 113 years old. No, but she's like 83. <laughs> she looks great. Yeah, she looked amazing. She danced out on stage. She made Eva Marie Saint seem ancient. Joe Lewis, 137 years old. <laughs> Everybody's always talking about Joe Lewis. Uh, she uh, wore apparently the dress from 1962. Yeah. Just yeah. danced in the dress from 1962. Yeah, she, she was, was wonderful. Uh, and then fan- a fantastic woman won best foreign film, which none of us have seen. But we're all going to see it immediately. We're watching it now, actually. Yeah, in between, <laughs> if I have seen distracted, it's because I'm being clips. moved. <laughs> uh, best supporting actress, big award: Mary J. Blige, Allison Janney, <sighs> Leslie Manville, Laurie Metcalf, and Octavia Spencer. And as anyone who listened last week knows, that we were all in on Laurie Metcalf. Yeah, it was a bit of an upset for me, but I'm but glad we saw, we saw I Tanya last night yeah. because I could get behind because I adore Allison Janney, anyways, and now I get behind it. But I still. The the stricken look on Lori Metcalf's face was enough. I was like, I she was. She looked a little sad. She looked stricken. Yeah, no. like. I mean, it was. I, I think I was, wanted her to get I think that. Lori Metcalf is a great actress. I think it was. Uh, I think she was also the recipient of great material. Whereas I feel like Jenny sort of really like had a character, and then sort of. I don't. I don't. That's what I. I don't know. I feel like that's no, I'm with how you. you get the best actor. And of any of the I, you know, that's a good assessment. That's a good way to put it, and that. That is a point. It's like if you have to be something outside of your realm. Well, in another year, Metcalf. I mean, her performance was solid. I mean, it's. A, I think a lot of times that does happen where you get people who they all are really deserving. That was a tough category. They were. They were both great. Yeah. But one thing, like you can't. As much as my heart wanted Laurie Metcalf, you can't deny anything from Allison Jane. No, of course right. not. And I, she I she's amazing. wonderful. And honestly, I think Laurie Metcalf, she's just more present well, than Laurie Metcalf. Like, yeah. I did it all by yeah. myself. <laughs> she was, she's great. I just feel like every year Allison Jane gets better. You and know, I think like she's she, kind of beloved in, she the, is beloved in the acting community. And it's yeah. one and one for her. First nomination and a win. You know what right. I mean? She hadn't even gotten so much as a nomination. She's up been until in now. so many great films though. That's weird. Yeah. She's always great. She's like Meryl Streep of supporting actresses. Yeah. She's totally. always great. Like yeah. William Defoe. He's always great. Yeah. He never gets an Oscar. That's right. Coco won best animated feature. Rightfully so. Boom. Least Done. surprising thing of yeah. the night. 
Good for Pixar. Uh, and then finally they did the, as far as comedy bits, they went down to the Chinese theater, uh, a bunch of actors and gave out. It was like candy. the reverse of what they did last year when they bought audience members yeah. into. It's funny, none of those actors wanted to go and then you cut to them in the theater having the best time with like the I hot they dog guy. They volunteered. No, some of them were like pulled I, in. I think a few but were. But then they were running around. Yeah. Mark Hamill was like, <laughs> Oh, me, me, take me. I'm, I have, I I'm have. relevant again. I'm going to admit something that you guys are going to be very ashamed of me for this. Oh. The whole time during the Star Wars thing, I didn't realize that was Mark Hamill. <laughs> <laughs> and I maintain it's because you guys left me out of going to see that movie. I, I don't feel like as, I've known you for a long time. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm leaving you out of going to see a Star Wars movie. I feel like if I invite you to the Star Wars movie, you're going to say, yeah, it's not really tough to my list. Well, that you just don't know me that well. And now I think I know you that well. And I think what I'm going to get is, that's oh, not that tough to my list. Well, it wasn't because I was forced between that and like other things that were the top of my list. But I love Star Wars. There's I grew another, up in that era. There's another one coming out in four months. I'm I gonna, know. But, but now you guys are talking about that one. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I didn't even recognize Luke Skywalker. Not, See, it's, it's I, both of your faults. I didn't recognize Luke Skywalker. <laughs> but I think we can all agree, at least, that that Star Wars bit was terrible. Well, yeah, he had, like, the clunker of the... With BB-8 and jokes the, from, yeah. like, 1987. Well, it was actually written by George Lucas, which... Oh, no. <laughs> now. He's still actually in charge That's of the cold. marketing campaign, which is sometimes a false flag. All right, so that does it for this segment. Uh, we are going to go back and as the awards pick up a little steam, they've get, they've given away all the awards that no one cares about. Have they though? Is it time? Cause I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm having to pull up some grit. You're like a little now. kid over here trying to stay awake. Yeah. She's like slapping her face yeah. and tugging on her. Like a good yeah, we, drink has to ensue. Me and Scotty. No, come on. <laughs> if, if there's a gentle snoring in the background, yeah. then. I will always show up. All right, we'll be back right after this. Okay, we're back. Oh, was that on? Oh, was it on? It's on. Uh, How awkward. Uh, we're all very tired. Uh-huh. <laughs> Starting to feel like a job. It's 11.30. Oscar's, it is my job. I know, Oscar's but so long. I, I'm doing this for fun. <laughs> um, all right, so we will do this piece, and then the final four awards, we'll do it like the Oscars does it. Yeah. Which is, boom, right at the end. So pretty awesome and powerful to see Ashley Judd, Salma Hayek, and Annabella Ciora. Yes, Ciora. And I... That was awesome. It was awesome. And I didn't realize that Annabella Ciora was one of the women who disappeared because of Harvey Weinstein. But all three of them, well, Salma didn't disappear, but Ashley Judd, Mira Sorvino, and uh, I guess Annabella Ciora, he basically like... It's interesting when you think about these people's careers, you, you know, sometimes you wonder, where did so-and-so go? Why yeah. aren't they doing any big oh, pictures anymore? Oh, now, you know right. Yeah. Uh, it's because of a monster. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's heartrending to see what a, you know, I mean, you just, there's three women standing in a line who are all some of the most powerful women in the world, given their celebrity and their talents. Well, you would think. And they were raped by this guy and they had no voice. Like they, Told people and nobody listened. It's, it's and amazing. then they yeah. got somehow excommunicated from the community, which that just that does me in. Yeah. So that shows the layers of just badness. Yeah, it was it was awesome. And that uh, great little film piece they did on just diversity in movies. Uh, I liked it. it was I great. like it. We're all a bunch of liberal hippies. We loved it. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm making. I'm. I'm. I'm needle pointing some hemp right now. 
<laughs> I'm going to use it as paper because it saves trees. Uh, best adapted screenplay, James Ivory won for Call Me By Your Name. Oh, that cool. just did me in. Well, what's up with all these sharp 90-year-olds? I mean, like these oh, people I know. who were well, like, I'm not that sharp and I'm in my 40s. It's kind of wonderful barely, because ageism in Hollywood is, you know. They're tackling all the isms. Yeah, they're, 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 <laughs> all the isms are like well-handled. You know? But his Timothy Chalamet shirt. Yes, I saw that was, was happening. It was wonderful. Well, and a great script. And like, how awesome is it to see a... 90-year-old writing this yeah, writing adapted the, screenplay. It's amazing. The most liberal and uh, artistic script of the year. Oh, yeah, probably so. Beautiful. Yeah. All of it. Uh, all right. Best script. This was tough. This was a tough one. Lady Bird, Three Billboards, Big Sick, Shape of Water, and then Get Out. It's like I, my heart wanted Greta Gerwig just because we adore her, but... Like you can't argue about George. No, Taylor. and awesome. my favorite thing is she. She was the first to pop up and just she like did. she jumped, crop, 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 she, yeah. she jumped, yeah, yeah, rocketed out of her yeah. seat with genuine joy. Like if memory. she wasn't going to win, he should have won. Although I was really bummed for Big Stick too, and they looked really bummed because that was I like a, that was a and it was a great unique. This was a tough category. It was really. I mean, you could give it to any of them except Shape of Water. Well, we that though, I said yeah. that in our first podcast. Yeah, that doesn't. That's that's not the best script. That's that script could be in here. I know. Apparently, it's E. T. Well, and Get Out was. Uh, I mean, just such an original story and like this is, a weird mix of genres and like it was a tough it, thing to pull off. It was, and he talked about that, and it was it was well deserved. I think. I, I would say that to me, it's like it's hard to give him this one and not give him best director because although the script is incredible. I think if you re- if you sat down and read that script without seeing that movie, you'd be like, oh, "This is great, dude. It'll never get made." Right. right. But then you see the movie; it's like he almost has to win Best Director because to write that script and to make it not palpable is the wrong word. Like it's right. just, it's watchable. It's like it every, works. Everybody it has is. enjoyed it. It's not just it's like a it's a weird message, but he just did it. I bet in a lot of the meetings he took, he said, "Just let me make it." Like, there was a table, full, there was a table full of people trying to talk him out of it in the most yeah. subtle yeah. way possible. <laughs> yeah. Great. And a great speech. Like, are you sure you're only going to get one of these where we'd like open up the checkbook? You're only going to get one. <laughs> like if this bombs, like yeah, you're, sort you're, of done. you're screwed. He's probably threatened with career over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, great speech, like from the heart, which is always, yeah. Nice. He didn't yeah. read from a piece of paper. Yeah. Uh, the great, great Roger Deakins finally wins for best cinematographer. Scotty, I think I saw a slight tear in your eyes, yeah. cameraman. <laughs> a little weepy. It did. It yeah. did. When, when that was I, great. When I regained consciousness, I was absolutely yeah. ecstatic. Fifteen nominations. Like it, he's one of the most overdue people in the history of the Oscars. I think. But you have to get. I mean, he, he's. It's like a Meryl Streep sort of thing where he's always going to be so good. It's like when yeah, you, he'll you, It's like it's like when you decide to single him out because once again it was incredible. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? This is kind of the movie you have to do it for, and and. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I definitely would. I'm glad that that this was the first year one got nominated. I sort of, I was torn in that sense, but Deacons has a body of work that's just unarguable, and I don't think he's going to do another. I mean, he's going to do some more big movies, but he's never going to have a chance to do one like this with a sci-fi movie with this kind of writing core yeah. and like people who. I mean, they actually made this Blade Runner is better than the first Blade Runner, and the first Blade Runner was incredible. Right. I love the cinematographer awards because, and the speeches because, uh, I feel like even like costume designer and production designer, like a lot of times they're not on set all the time, but like cinematographer is the one true award that's like a crew member and like is on set every day as a crew member 
aside from obviously like director. Well, he, he's, I think, I think there's so much logistics that go into being a DP. It's like you're there on tech scouts and you're, and you're looking at something and you're like, we'd like to have curtains there. And then you're the one who has to like go back and say, well, I think the curtains need to be about 30 yards wide <laughs> and 70 yards long and they should be this shade of red. You know what I mean? And it's then like, they're like, lose the curtains. <laughs> you, like you, you deal with the whole crew. And I think to make big movies like that, not only do you have to deal with them officially, you have to deal with them in a pleasant way. And right. I mean, you're, uh, but he's like an English surfer uh, dude. Look at your yes, exactly. He's surfing. I mean, he's fun to work. He's with. surfing yeah. on Gloucester or Gloucester yes. <laughs> on the lake. <laughs> yeah, um, he's darling. He has a he, interesting. You should, as internet savvy people, you should go to his blog. He is a he has a great blog. Oh, yeah, and he is very he's generous. Very camera nerd. Well, he's very generous with his time in answering questions. <laughs> Why are you like being a bully? You're picking on Scotty like uh, Scotty can take it to rust me. Yeah, I can guy. certainly dish it. Most people are camera nerds these days. Everyone has we have Plus amazing it's a cameras joke. on our phone. Nerd is not an insult anymore. Most oh, people are camera I'm gonna, nerds these days. I'm gonna bury anybody. <laughs> it doesn't matter. If I have to bury both of you, I'm fine with that too. Tonight. <laughs> He's like, just shut up. Uh, best score, Shape of Water one, which was a really nice score, but we wanted Johnny Greenwood because of course, he's a radio. Yeah, because Avi. And then, of course, the In Memoriam, aka the Dead Person montage. <laughs> uh, I thought Eddie Vedder was a nice touch. It was fine. I liked Eddie Vedder. I mean, no, I love Eddie Vedder. Like, Tell the truth, Scotty. What were you saying about that? I called him an Oscar miser, so he doesn't want. No, you said I think I like it better without Eddie Vedder. <laughs> no, 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 no. In fairness, I'm going. But to you know, it. everything's better with Vedder. Oh, you just wanted to say that. You set it all up. To say I just that. made that shit up. Oh my god! I just made that shit up. I can't believe it's not better. Um, in fairness, I think what Scotty actually said was, "I don't need a guy." With I, a guitar I, in front of the screen. Thank you, Emily. I felt, like, I felt like it was, I, I felt like it was distracting to have, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, the whole point, I mean, so many of those people you don't even know, and to a certain extent, there's the famous people, there's the John Hurds, there's right. the Jerry Lewis, but then you have like a sound designer and you're like, well, I remember that movie and, sure. and you know what I mean? It's like, you don't necessarily, they're not name brand recognizable. I don't need Eddie Vedder popping up and then the camera racking to the. That was slightly weird when they. It was like to the to the screen behind him. It's suddenly like, it's like oh, low yeah. on Eddie Vedder, and that told me the people behind him weren't as important as the other people. Yeah, exactly. Which, absolutely, it was like here's Eddie Vedder's yeah, moment, even yeah. though John right. Hurt's dead. Yeah, and the but John Hurt got full screen. John Hurt's dead, but yeah. Eddie Vedder's still They're playing. Like, like secondary people that were when Eddie Vedder got featured. That was it was slightly. It was a weird like choice. a resurrection video for Eddie. Vedder. It was like. <laughs> You thought he was dead. He was oh. rising. Yeah. No, Next year Eddie they should Vedder's do that. They should have like an in memoriam and Eddie Vedder should show up like in a still like, image. Wait. With dates and then question mark flashes. <laughs> so highlights uh, of this segment. Diversity good. Deacon's great. Eddie Vedder bad. No, I don't think that was confirmed. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. Okay. That sounds real. All right. We're going to finish up here. Right after this. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. 
You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee. Sounds perfect. It's 1215. <laughs> We're all about to go to bed. And we got to recap the big four. It was a whirlwind of activity. Uh, best director, uh, Emma Stone saying Foreman and Greta Gerwig was funny. Awesome. And then they give it to Guillermo Benicio del Toro. Mm. Meh. I was bummed. I was too. Yeah. I think it was a great movie. It just, uh, I don't know. You more so than us. Yeah, you guys yeah. were. I was a big, way bigger fan than you and even I'm not able yeah. to see it. It was, it was a good movie. It just seemed like there were a lot of other Better movies this year. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that was, I said, good is not best. Yeah. It's hard for me to say, Guillermo, your movie is not good. It's good. It's, it's just, great. Well, it's it was best, great. Best picture for yeah. me. Same. I wanted Lady Bird. I wanted Greta Gerwig to win oh, the me award. Too. Really and she was lovely about all of the loses. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was Jordan Peele to me. I mean, I felt like I would have been really happy if he'd gotten it. All right, Helen Mirren and Jane Fonda came out to present the war, uh, the award for Best Actor. Uh, Scotty said that Jane Fonda <laughs> looked like she was, quote, chewing on amphetamines. <laughs> she's, she's a little twitchy. What was that? Well, and Helen Mirren was so that, composed and, like, serene. Helen Mirren just, like, she would just, she was, like, very conversational, and she would turn, like, and while she was being conversational, Jane was just over there, like, chewing on her own jaw somehow. So she was able to chew on her own chin. She's probably a little nervous. It's been a while. I doubt it. Well, yeah. I don't know. She she looked like she. There was a discrepancy in energy levels for sure. She looked like she started a rail of cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Could not get comfortable for some reason. So they came out to give the award for best actor: uh, Daniel Day Lewis, Gary Oldman, Denzel Washington, uh, Mr. Kaluuya, and Timothy Chalamet. Gary Oldman wins. Uh, Boring. It's boring. Just, was it not predictable? Boring. Was it see, not his is, first win though? It was like I don't care. Yeah, I mean, he's great, of course, and I haven't seen the movie. And I'm sure he's. Or awesome, was it his but second win? No, first. No, first. First nomination. Oscar. First. Well, second wasn't his nomination. first. Second. This is what we were talking about, though. They throw you a bone. Jordan Peele gets an award, and then you think, okay. And you said something about this being the most woke Oscars, and then all the same predictable shit wins. So I'm really. All right. I, I say that Jordan Peele should have won the last one. So I would agree with you that I think, yeah, Oscar's a little too white this year. They should have recognized. I mean, if you're going to give them screenplay, you have to give them director. That screenplay is amazing, but it's nothing without someone to realize it. And if he gets I know those two, he's got to get picture. But yeah. I don't agree with you about this. I feel yeah. like there there are levels I think where he's, I think these he's a don't sweep. have to exist in a, in a vacuum. 
Well, all I know is, is that was like a really kind of boring moment and his speech was kind of long and boring. I mean, God bless Gary Oldman. All right. Jennifer Lawrence and then ageless Jodie Foster, uh, comes out with the gigantous Amazon woman. Yeah. Even though they're, it's actually because Jodie Foster is short. She's she teeny. Like she she's teensy. Yeah. yeah. Well, she could have worn heels. I mean, I know she's got a bad leg and all, but it's the Oscars. <laughs> put some heels on. With the heels. Have you learned nothing? Maybe you could just, just put, put the heels on your crutches. I don't no. know. You do something classic. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, Sally Hawkins, or as I typed here, Salt Hawkins. Salt Hawkins. <laughs> Salty Hawkins, because she didn't win. Sally Hawkins, uh, Fran McDormand, uh, Margot Ro- Robbie, um, I think it's Robbie. Sorsha Ronan and Meryl Streep. Is it Robbie? And Robbie. Yeah. Fran won and it was kind of the best. It was, this is what saved me from just going to bed, which was about to happen after the first two because. It's true. She almost went to bed. She rescued me. Yes. And she rescued America. Yeah. She did. <laughs> Where's like you, the, uh, she's so patriotic. Awesome. She's, she's so comfortable in her skin uh, at this stage in her career and her life and like just owns it. But she's kind of gotten a little bit like no with the press and all of the stuff, but she was genuinely grateful to it was receive really this nice. award. There was no pretense of like, Oh, I'm above this, which I was a little bit afraid might happen because of all of her interviews leading up to this with all the, she does not like the unnecessary attention, but she was very reverent of this and very reverent of all the women in her company. And, you know, she's a great spokesperson. I I mean, I think it's, 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 maybe it's redundant to say it, but I think this is the power of diversity. I mean, we, we get so used to the cliche speeches of somebody getting up there, this beautiful person who's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And Frances McDormand, she's never been, she is a beautiful woman. She was a beautiful woman when she was young. You know what I mean? She like fit the mold, but she's but not. But she's not about, she's not about But that. she's not like a Margot Robbie or somebody. No. Like a Robbie. What if, I can't, kind of oh, cannot sorry. say Well, we've been saying that. Anyway, she's not, she's not like that kind of beautiful, but here she comes up and she has a different viewpoint. She, de- she doesn't get up there and like, you know, she doesn't equivocate. She doesn't, I don't know. It's just, it's just like, you don't feel like she's up there playing a game. She's up there being like, Hey, thanks. Yeah. All the women stand up for a second. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was shout great. out. You know, Emily was crying. Yeah, I was. I was a little weepy. Yeah, I was. So, I'm so bummed about the end of the Oscars though that I couldn't really <laughs> fully get into like full. Your tears tear, soon yeah. dried into yeah. salty, crusty, and exhausted into so. the shape of water. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Scotty's single, by the way, ladies. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm doing the. Ham room later this week. Um, gross. Uh, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it was the most disturbing thing I could think of. Good job. Oh, well and done, also, sir. Uh, shout out to Fran because she, of course, she thanked the Oscar carrier guy who delivered the award. I know. I think, I think she actually lady. tried to thank the cameraman. There was an awkward moment. No, she totally did. The lens and it was just like. That's her thing now, though. It's like there's like, no ma'am, I'm not allowed elevation to to of status. You know? Yeah. And she's just she's sick of, I think, the cast the system of Hollywood and all of that. Funny. Yeah. All right. And then finally, Bonnie and Clyde come out to uh, this D- do over. Undo. <laughs> yeah. I on stage Oops. again. And it was still a little nerve wracking. All right. Phantom Thread, Darkest Hour, Three Billboards, Call Me By Your Name, Get Out. 
The Post, Lady Bird, Jesus, there's so many. Way Shape too many. Shape of Water, that's one of the problems. It is, and they've just added more so that basically they could still give the same predictable going- movies the awards, but they seem more diverse, which is why the Oscars... Are you saying it's a big... Are bullshit. Uh. Here I go. It's always been political. Next year we're doing the Golden Globes because the Oscars <laughs> Next are year, critics and choice. remain bullshit. So Shape of Water wins. I think we were both all all three of us were pretty disappointed. That ruined my night. I mean, it was a fine movie, but in no way to me was it the best picture. There's a certain Oscar feeling to a movie you didn't want to win winning, and this was well, the no, movie that shouldn't that. have won winning even. So it was like. Beyond not wanting it to win, it should not have won. I don't know if it should not have won. It, it was, should it was, not. I don't have think it was the won. best movie this year. It was. It was a good movie, but not the best. Movie. I know you're all over the place about Shape of Water. You've been very inconsistent. I have. I've, I've, I've always you know, been like the Shape of Water. Which <laughs> <laughs> is ever changing. Like a snowflake. Depends on what container you're in. <laughs> I do seek the lowest point. I may have found it. You are the meniscus. <laughs> the meniscus. Uh, all right. I think I actually I have been a, a pretty strident Shape of Water fan, and even I was a little I was a little shocked tonight. I I, I mean, good for them, good for them that they won. I mean, now I feel like you're just boosting it up because we weren't though. Because when they when they prevailed, you were kind of like mm, that wasn't the right thing. But no, I think I, you're being the champion of the underdog. No, I think I said yesterday that I was a little surprised in your earlier podcast that you both seemed more down on it than I am. I thought it was a good move. Not down, but maybe not the best move. Okay, it's all right. Are you wrapping it up? Yeah, we're wrapping it up. So it's uh, mm. 12.30-ish. We're done here from the Bryant uh, dining room. Believe it or not, Emily and I actually like each other. Yeah. But it sort of ended like we don't like each other. It's kind of oh, like, yeah, no, I know. This whole podcast format, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if this is my only podcast appearance, which it might be, like it seems like we're going to think we hate each other. <laughs> Scotty and I are buddies. The comfort factor lets us debate in a comfortable place. Obviously, we're too comfortable. Look at how obnoxious she's been. (laughs) (laughs) And we're done here. I'm going to let you have that one. I'm going to let you have that one. And right after you leave in your uh, taxi cab, Emily's going to say... I'm going to hop back on the mic and get the last word. (laughs) No, uh -uh, you're going to be in bed. I'm just going to come out here and hit play and like do my own little wrap-up. Well, you know that's not how podcasting works. It doesn't just then automatically beam it into the world. Sure it does. (laughs) I'll just say you know, I am I am the the wrong person here. Emily is right. Obviously, everyone knows this. It's very good. Love you. Mean it. Good people. All right, everybody. Thanks for for having me. Hey, thanks for being here. Cheers. First Oscars. I don't have my glass. Oh wow. All right. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Okay, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, as you can tell by the end of that show, we were kind of low on energy. Uh, you know, we're old folks here in our, our mid to late 40s, and when the clock ticks past midnight uh, and we've been pounding wine, then it gets a little tiresome. But we hung in there. We made it through. Uh, overall, we had, a, we had a great time doing the show, and we look forward to doing it next year. And I hope you all enjoyed it. And uh, look forward this week to our uh, interview episode on Friday with the great Jonathan Colton, musician Jonathan Colton, on Terry Gilliam's Brazil. Great movie. Check it out this week if you haven't. Brush up to crush out, as we say, and we will see you this Friday. Movie Crush is 
edited, engineered, and scored by Noel Brown from our podcast studio at Pond City Market, Atlanta, Georgia. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure, to start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect.